0: Just Be An Honest, the JBH Podcast. Let's rock this. We're Welcome to the Just Be An Honest Podcast. The JBH Podcast is here to inspire people to dramatically enhance their health, their well being and lifestyle by providing an honest perspective and knowledge on eating, quote, real food, whether that is in physical form, the healthiest version of a whole food substance, or mental. What are you saying to yourself? What are you listening from other people? Huh? The less toxins you put in your body, the less toxins that are out in the universe, the environment and the less toxins that you are spreading onto humanity. It's about creating a life of sourcing transparency, mental freedom, and physical harmony. Guys, this is the Just Being Honest podcast. This is true food for thought. We are getting deep. Something that is blowing me away is the fact that 2020 is almost over, the holidays are here, we made it so how are you feeling and what is on your list what is on your list for others and what is on your list for most importantly yourself i have a wide range of wellness products not just wellness products but lifestyle products that i fully support over on my shop page at Remember. The bean has no G, so it's dot com, and click on the shop page because you will find brands that I fully support and that you get a discount on, such as Blue Blocks, Light Blocking Glasses, Energy Bits, Spirulina Chlorella, guys, the cleanest you'll find in the the brand, I highly suggest the Vitality Bits. You'll get 20% off over there. Um, we've got KiwiCo where you can right now for gifts for the little ones. Um, part of the STEM program, right? Learning, um, math, engineering. I forget what the other one's, science. Anyways, you can get up to four months free on your subscriptions and their subscriptions guys per month start at $9.95 so head on over there also we have the most amazing and cute little humidifiers we have sock tennis shoes which i am a huge fan of we have beauty counter for both men women and children it's clean beauty clean skin care i'm talking no hormone disruptors let's get on this train So that's just a couple of the items. Head on over, take a sneak peek. If you have any questions, let me know. I'm here to give you my faves. And um, a lot of these companies do give back to the less fortunate, especially during the holidays. So head on over. That's justbeinghonest.com and click on the shop page. I cannot wait to see what you guys stock up on. Now on to the show. Hi there everybody. Um, I am just happy as a pickle right now because the sun just came out and I am loving that blue sky that is upon me. I was getting a little uh, for a moment, you know, like Senora Creaky Bones. I was a little nervous that it was gonna be a cold day, but it looks as though my afternoon walk is gonna be just blissful. You know, I'm like a little sun baby and everyone else is like, where's the rain? And I'm like, no, I need sun, I'm a plant. So I'm happy. Um, So needless to say, after I record this podcast, I am going to take a most definitely needed um, tech break. I've been, really stepping away from technology as of lately due to um, some health reasons um, and just some mental health reasons too. But um, yeah, long story short, the, the old fingers, the old autoimmune is not doing well with technology and it's making it worse with the finger swelling and the um, great little i never say it right the chilblains the chilblains if you know what i'm talking about you know what i mean the scabbing of under the nail beds and um little little bleeding action going there i know it's really sexy you want to hold my hand um anyways it's just the sun has been healing me so much and just even going for walks without um, technology has been so amazing. I sleep at night. I turn off my phone. Well, I don't turn it completely off, but I put it on airplane and do not disturb after a certain time of the night. And I do not look at it. I keep it on do not disturb in airplane mode until at least 9.30, 10 a.m., I do not want my morning routines to be just sucked away by distractions or triggers or anything that I know that my endocrine system and my cortisol levels are not ready to witness. I am in control of my mood, my destiny. So there you have it. Um, the sun is shining. I'm excited. It's November eighteenth when I'm recording this, and it's just it's just a beautiful day outside. This is fall in California. Here we are. It's probably gonna be in the mid sixties. Yeah, baby. I'll take it. Um, so, with that being said, guys, I hope you enjoyed last week's episode we had with. Oh my gosh, some the most amazing women and I hope to be like just at their caliber someday in the podcast world. Krista Williams and Lindsay Simsek and um talk about just women that they've got their shit together. You know, or they sound like they do, (laughs) you know? I may sound like I do some days, but really some days, you know, guys, we're all in this together. We're all in this pandemic together. We're all in this life together. We're all on this planet Earth together. It can be a little shaky at times. It can be a little um, confusing at times. It can be a little traumatic at times. It can be ecstatic and amazing at times. But it was really nice to be on a a soul level with someone that understands who I am at the core being. Who understands that I'm not from this earth. I really am not. And that that light is coming through and that it's almost laughable. You know, looking at human beings sometimes. And that we are so emotional and how we carry our emotions is such a, you know, it speaks volume to, you know, the energetics of the world. So that's kind of what I want to jump into today. I know personally, my body speaks loud volumes and I am age 33 but my internal age is so much younger. Um, if you have not all um, felt it already, we are undergoing in 2020 a dramatic a traumatic shift. And it's really important to learn how to ground ourselves, how to become even more aware of where we are in this lifetime, in this time in general, and not just running around ragged, picking another dramatic event, because that does not fuel our energy. And you know what, I'm baby girls (laughs) and I've got no time for that. I have time for people that would love to be in my life. I um, open my heart to everyone and extend my heart to everyone. But at the end of the day, I think it's most important that we really tune into the health of ourself first. Uh, mental health, you know, mental clarity, physical health beyond that. Because our mental health, you know, gets locked into our muscles and our, our tissues and all of those fine nooks and crannies within us. And um, it manifests. It certainly manifests. So and today I do want to talk something I'm really passionate about is basically sharing about being in my skin. My skin and unpacking um, basically this very potent, strong practice um, with embodiment. And you may be like, oh, I don't know if this is for me, but hear me out here and just really tune in. Um, it's gonna be something that's defined as different for everyone. And I think you all can create a structure that is gonna work ultimately in the end that is going to benefit you the most, okay? So, wrap your head around that. Let's just jump in. Um, basically being in my body, you know? I was so inspired by, um, what was her name? I think her name was Sadie Adams. And she is the founder of um, just a skincare, a really like natural skincare line. And she was talking about embodiment meditation and you know, a lot of us, especially me, myself, I know I'm really taking to certain tunes, certain vibrations using sound as therapy and just as um, Lindsay and Krista and I were talking about just jumping around and bouncing around like a jellyfish. Just uh, like letting it all go and just shaking it off, shake it off, shake it. I mean, Taylor Swift said it best, right? But feeling what it feels like to be in our body, <laughs> you know, our feet touching the ground, feeling that. You know, the thing about embodiment is that. It is the awareness that supports an integration of the mind and body. It's that foundation that connects the mind and the body. Does that make sense? So embodiment is not about thinking, you know? It's a process wherein the body actually becomes more aware itself. Think about that. This supports presence, you know, it heightens our intuition, it amplifies our consciousness. It's a way of perceiving that is way and well beyond sensing. The practice helps us, um, it helps us tap into all the information coded within our uh, physiology, Um, I'm going to get so nerdy with you because I've been really working on my total embodiment. You know, though, it may be a crossover into more a spiritual side of wellness. um, Embodiment's impact is very physical. It's very visceral. And you better believe it is real. It is the real you. So I am always curious. I always have this inkling on my mind. I really want to just dive into all these things and find out more and more about just practices of embodiment and what is it exactly? So I want to break it down for you. You might want to take notes. I'm just saying. Just take some notes. Um, but in embodiment. And especially the meditation. Let's talk about meditation, breath work, because that's probably going to be the first place that you guys start off. You know, I hate to say it, but meditation has become such a trendy word. I meditate in the morning. You know, whatever that means to you, great, do it. But just, you know, for podcast's sake, let's talk about it in meditation form, which dancing could still be a meditation Moving meditation, let's say. Um, So we apply meditative focus to specific uh, physiological sensations, right? Locations and processes in our body. Triggers, perhaps. Triggers. Roll. Um, You know, this allows us to cultivate and to refine an interface between our cognitive and our physiological um awarenesses that are more comprehensive than if we were to exclusively focus on the breath or perhaps recite a mantra which i was so you know technically inclined to do always in a meditation i always thought i had to recite a mantra um and I really totally didn't feel connected to that. You know, really totally. Can you hear me now? Really totally. Um, guys, it's been a week already. I thought it was Thursday and it's Wednesday. <laughs> um, anyways, just goes to show my 2020. But back to our topic, mindfulness Breath practice is actually aimed at understanding the nature of the mind and reducing our emotional reactivity to our thoughts. Did you hear me? Emotional reactivity to our thoughts. And basically, you know, the goal of a mantra practice is to interrupt our habitual thought patterns while activating subtle energy centers. And, you know, both can be producing some very powerful physical sensations. The difference between the embodiment and the other meditation practices is the way embodiment meditation relocates the area of meditative focus from the processes of the mind to the interface between our minds and our bodies. So it's not just simply a distraction. It's like, holy hell, feel me now. And that's where some real deep emotions can come up. And you can really, really kind of, you know, lay the groundwork for them to play out. So what is it all really about? Like what? Further on that, like, what is it about? What is embodiment really about? And Guys, it's about becoming more deeply present for direct experience. So you may be thinking like, oh yeah, it's a fancy word for awareness. Yeah. Okay. Sure. You may define it as that. And I just want to say that all of the feelings that influence our thinking and physical actions are stored in our bodies. As I said before, (sighs) So, this is the hardest part for me to express to you because it's been said that when that happens, that is our karma. So when you hold something back, when you don't deal with the trauma, when you don't feel the feelings, it'll come to bite you in the ass. Um, I'm gonna be sharing with you, and I know I keep telling you like this little like hint. I'm going to be sharing you a process that I went through. A traumatic healing process. And I'm still deciding how I'm going to play that for you on an episode. I'm deciding how much of it I want to share with you. And how to cover up some names and stuff. Um, But I was struggling very deeply with... Traumas throughout my life, subconscious traumas, subconscious programming and patterns, things that were said to me and things that were done to me physically, and that was stored in a lot of my body parts. Things were locked up, things were stagnant, things were painful. Um, and it got stuck and things like my liver started to clog up and things like my endocrine system and my serotonin and dopamine levels were just off the wackadoo, (laughs) like, and that's such a PG way of saying it, but it was karma. Like you wanted to feel pain. You wanted to feel pain, here you go. You wanted to feel pain, here you go, here you go. And that really, like, I was like screaming for help. I don't wanna feel this anymore. Yet it was such a comfort zone of what I was used to. So, our bodies, guys, contain an innate intelligence, I'm telling you, that is often out of reach to our conscious mind. Absorb that, you know, embodiment meditation is a practice to learn the language of the body and to allow the body to inform and contain our presence and sense, like the whole sense of the self. Embodiment deepens capacity for presence, receptivity, and compassionate overall exchange with all of reality, right? Your reality creates your personal reality, right? Who said that? Um, What's his name? Shoot, someone will tell me, I'm sure. But, you know, I've heard embodiment being defined as this. And this may be a great definition for you. That it is a direct experience with no inner... Uh, what's the word, intermediary steps or translations. There is no guide. There is no witness. There is the fully known consciousness of the experience, the experienced moment initiated from the cells themselves. In this instance, the brain is the last to know. There is complete knowing and peaceful comprehension out of this embodiment process emerges feelings, thinking, witnessing, and understanding. The source is the process of love. I love that. So just as i that brings me to, can you hear my little clink clink? I have three love buttons on. If you wanna know what a love button is, reach out to me. I'll share you what movement I'm part of. It's quite profound. I am just in love with it. Um, the story is amazing. And you'll want to be a part of the movement as well. Love button. So how does embodiment enhance mindfulness? Next. Mm-hmm. Okay. So embodiment helps us tap into um, some of those like mm, cobwebs. I'm going to call them cobwebs of sensory experience of living in our bodies right those nuances it helps us distinguish the difference between our defense our defenses and the true unadulterated essence of our entire identity we have guys we have patterns and preferences right and everything enhances our personality and everything enhances our sense of self Modern society, as you know, as well as I do, encourages identification with these qualities and influences. Okay. So identifying with sensory experience and personality can actually diminish the connection we have to our intuition and higher our sense of self. What? So what happens if we step outside of the roles that have been implanted in us and the traumas that we perhaps have identified ourselves with while still allowing them to be part of our entire development? Hmm? Embodiment is merely a path to presence. And I love saying that your presence is your present. Your present, your present is your presence. Am I saying that right? Being present is a present to you. That's what I'm trying to say. And creating, and creating man, my words are jumbling all over the place. Creating basically a space to explore how we exist in the world and in our bodies can help us totally disidentify with outside influences and tap more deeply into keyword authenticity and what is arising in the current moment. What is arising? What are you feeling? Emotions. What are you feeling? How do you feel that? Are you laughing? Are you crying? Are you doing both at the same time? You know, it's said that it can help us process trauma. So how can it do that, though? Like, I'm always like, how? Like, how? It's one of those, like, invisible things, right? If I don't see it, I don't believe it, right? Well, here we go, baby. You better believe it. You know, I, as I, like, bite my lip about this, I know, as well as you do, that we can all get attached to coping mechanisms and, you know, coping mechanisms can inhibit access to the root of all, of the suffering, the source, going deep down inside, thinking of us as all as those beautiful trees with different branches and limbs, right? Going down to the root. And presence and neutrality in a supportive situation can actually, it can provoke the physical body to actually begin processing trauma without needing to talk about it. Embodiment allows, I'm using these keywords guys, allows us to sit in meditation where we're actually allowing some of the emotional intensity to process out of the nervous system to literally move through the um, that space and arrive to conscious awareness. Move out of the space, wherever it was hiding, the deep, as they call the shadows, right? And arrive at our consciousness and our awareness. It's like that moment when we're faced without the defense of fear and the fear just falls away and we feel brave, right? That's the moment. Confidence, perhaps? Embodiment. Um, The body starts to become more present and the influence of trauma is revealed without the threat. So the ability to approach it with presence and compassion is there and available for you. Remember, you start to see everything as an illusion. Everything, absolutely everything. Everyone around you is merely a hologram. I'm gonna say that again. is merely a hologram, a hologram. Everything is an illusion. We are in the present. What? And mindfulness is a learning, yes, to sit comfortably with oneself as sensations, you know, they're gonna come up, they're gonna go down, they're gonna melt away. But our capacity for presence and stillness can be limited by trauma and unprocessed emotions. I wanna say that again. Our process, excuse me, our capacity for presence and stillness can be limited by trauma and unprocessed emotions. The capacity. You know, when you're like, I've had it. I have just had it. I am at the end of my rocker. You know, that's whatever that's been said. Gosh, it sounds so old when I said that. I'm at the edge of my rocker. Is that is that right? You know, that's the capacity, right? Unprocessed emotions. We're all, we're talking about reac... Reac... Te- I can't even say it. My tongue is so big today and swollen. I'm having a flare-up, guys. Bear with me. But the response, the reaction. And the body might learn to only feel certain sensations and be okay with that. But when you dive in deeper to total embodiment, it can actually increase our capacity to be sensitive while also grounded so you do not get lost in the sensitivity to you know the sensations of past experiences you know that little trigger you're absolutely aware and I want to share something with you. So the more and more that I've been working on my embodiment, um, I have found that it pushes away some stress and some anxious standpoints. Because I know as well as you do that I've had some panic attacks, some anxiety factors come back up again. And a lot of the times, and actually many a times, stress and anxiety actually stems from a lack of presence or the influence of unprocessed thoughts, feelings, emotions, and maybe from loss, neglect, feeling of that. So many people are stressed out about being safe, right? About being in a stable financial or a stable relationship. Um, But When in all reality, this is a lot of the ego talking, so like, what's your definition of safety as opposed to the ego's definition? Really at the heart, the core of the matter, what's the definition? Presence, are you safe now, I am safe now, right? So when we become grounded, then we're able to leverage the higher intellect. Our higher intellect, which is really like the decision maker, right? In consciousness, into our body's entire system. When this comes through, it can actually override some of the the most extreme or what feels to be the most extreme Fear-based principles that you may see are running the show. Maybe it's actions of despair, right? Maybe you're feeling desperate all the time. Your tone will express that. When you're more grounded, you're more confident, right? You're bold. You say your truth, your authenticity, your value, your worth. Are you hearing me on this? Uh, I hope you are. So what does it feel to be embodied? Because you're like, what does it feel like? How do I know if I'm being embodied? That's like people are like, yes, I'm meditating, right? Can you fake embodiment? Can you fake it? Hmm, I don't know. It feels like, um, like you'll know you when you know you know you've always heard that being said it feels like a knowing without a lack of needing you're like fulfilled right you're like i feel good i'm here i don't need to try anymore right it is the consciousness of the the moment um experienced from the part of self that doesn't need to be it doesn't need to be validated in order to be real, um, it's authentic. You know what that feels like. Freedom. Right? I feel free. I feel loose. On energy terms, um, the quality of embodiment is calm, state of calmness, a state of total comprehensiveness. You feel at peace. Even when you're in a vulnerable state or perhaps things may seem out of control beyond your reach. It seems as though you create the definition. What does embodiment feel like to you? There's pretty much no right or wrong way to do it. And I know that whenever I do an embodiment transformation, I call it, even if it's two minutes, I turn on a song um, and I just bounce around. I look at myself actually in the mirror while I'm doing it because I want to see that state. I want to see that let go action. I want to see that vulnerable state I want to accept that state and that presence and accept those emotions that are arising. I'm also one that looks in the mirror if I'm really having a cry that's needed. When I'm doing therapy sessions, I'm sitting by a mirror. Um, Zoom, of course, right? Because I want to see what I'm going through and what I'm feeling. I want to see that. I want to recognize that. I want to look at myself as though it's another person that I'm healing, right? You are your own best friend. You are your own caretaker. You know, whether it's your inner child or your adult child, you must look at them, you must guide them Guys, this is a transformational practice. Um, I wanna hear from you. What what is something that's helping you get more grounded right now? Whether it is saying a mantra, whether it is doing a sound healing, a sound bath. You can find many on the web. Um, Maybe you're writing down your triggers And reliving them yourself. I know that's a big one. Maybe it's dancing like a jellyfish. Maybe it's drawing. Maybe it's walking in nature. And pretending you're a child in the forest. Maybe it's going underwater in a swimming pool and just... opening up your arms like a parachute. And just letting the water and the gravity and... Just the force overtake you and do, just take on what what is needed to be taken on, you know? Like, just totally be in it. Look at the bubbles around you. Feel the bubbles. So, with that being said, kind of all over the place, but this is a subject that is, I want to say, there's no clarity with it. Because we all have different cells, okay? And all of our cells are at different points of life, I wanna say. So I want you to create the masterpiece that works well with you. What are you trying to paint? How do you wanna see it? Go and do it. I thank you so much for being here each and every single week, guys. You are a part of my family. Um, I wanted to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, it's coming up. I think it's, what, next week? Whew, what am I doing? Oh, you know, just here. <laughs> Same thing. So it's a little hard. These um holidays, I'm not going to be seeing family. Actually, I'll be seeing my mother, which is great. But um, it's it's hard. It's hard. It's a hard time and I want you guys to totally feel it and accept those feelings and um, know that I'm here for you if you need someone to reach out to. You're not alone. Everything that you see on my face a lot, sometimes, you know, that's not what's going on inside, just like you. Everything in our world, this might be um, translated better, everything that you see on someone's outside usually is a highlight reel. So say hello, smile to someone. You never know how that's going to brighten their day or help them on their journey. I'm so thankful for you guys each and every day. I love hearing your feedback. Um, you know something that would really, I would appreciate. I wanna grow authentically in my platform and we are. And if you could do me a favor, When you have the time, hop on over to Apple iTunes, subscribe, send in a rating and a comment. I like to pick some select random winners and contact them. The people that send in comments and ratings send me a snapshot. And sometimes I send some wellness gifts to you at random, of course. So do that. Send me a snapshot and I'm happy to connect with you until next time it's been an honor it's been an absolute pleasure kiss kiss hug hug peace love ciao